0: Block Talk Radio. Hello, I'm Tuaca Kelly, welcoming you to Soul Priorities. Today I'm very excited to visit, have a conversation with Nathan East, and I'm sure you are as well, knowing his tremendous uh, musical contributions to the world. It's a pleasure to see you here, Nathan. Thank you so much for being present.
1: Hi, it's a pleasure. Tuwaka, <laughs> thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, we, we've been at this, trying to visit with each other for a while, and I, I know you are an extremely busy man in great demand and um, really appreciate you taking the time to, to be here.
1: Well, I, I feel very blessed to uh, have such a busy schedule and also be able to visit with you here. And hey, to all my friends, there in Amsterdam.
0: Yeah, <laughs> get your <And> shout outs. <laughs> <everywhere>. <laughs> it, it's true, and that's one of the things I wanted to discuss with you. Um, as much as you have a talent for music, which will which will get into your your ability to to connect with others, to make friends and sustain relationships is I I feel I observe is one of the um, the gifts that you have that have supported you having such an incredible career. What would you say about that?
1: You know, it's, you don't put too much thought into these things. I mean, I've been at this for a while now, and I just you know, try to try to just live every day as if, you know, live it like it's your last, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, it's for me, you know, that's been one of the important aspects of, of what I do is just building, you know, really long-lasting relationships. And, you know, I've, I've, I've tried to make that a focal point of, of what I work on just uh, because it just ends up being so important
0: in, in this life. Yeah, For sure. Your, um, your positive attitude truly shines through, through your music, through interviews, other ones that I've seen with you, uh, even your Facebook posts. You're just kind of radiating, and I know you have a tremendous following in, in social media as well, um, and that uh, really stands out, and I, and I feel that many of your fans will speak to that as well as your um, musical ability. And what stands out for that is your versatility. And, and I want to talk about a little bit the, the musical dynamics uh, with, with the genres and as well as you know, how you approach the, the bass. And I know you did uh, cello before, but just you know, what's, um, how would you characterize your, your versatility and your ability to be versatile in your play?
1: Well, when I grew up, I listened to all types of music. I started in the seventh grade on cello, so that being my first instrument, it gave me a little uh, bit of classical background, so I got to listen to orchestral music and play it. And, but at the same time, the reason I wanted to get into music because I was listening to, I liked the music on the Charlie Brown specials, Vince Giraldi's piano, and, and, and then I was just listening to the radio, all kinds of different music, that was influencing me from the Beatles to the Motown era and, you know, lots of bands and everything in between. So I sort of kind of just ended up going in a lot of different directions on the things that I like, which I think people do. And one of the reasons I don't like to kind of just pigeonhole genres of music is because I think, you know, it it all is great and fun to listen to depending on what mood you're in. And, so I ended up sort of learning lots of different genres and styles, and that's why I ended up being in, you know, in rock and roll bands, and jazz bands, and funk bands, and everything in between, which makes it, it it keeps it very interesting and lots of fun.
0: Yeah, I, I can appreciate what you're saying about uh, not labeling or not fixing yourself in any, any one particular uh, genre, and just being a musician and following literally following the muse and following your passion. Right. And as soon as there's a process of surrendering, you know, to the music in, in this case, then so many other opportunities uh, present themselves or, or different challenges through interest. And, um, you know, technically speaking, how to how to attack the bass, you know, how to hold the instrument or what, you know, how is this sound going to come out just because there's a feeling that I have and it's not defined by rock or jazz or or bluegrass?
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the bass is such a personal instrument to me because it's almost like this low vibration that all of a sudden you're responsible for changing the vibration of the music. And I, I've noticed sometimes, you know, like, where you can just actually see the reaction of people, I mean and just music in general where I, I notice sometimes and it doesn't matter which country we're in or or how big or small the audience is, but people are just affected in different ways and it's amazing how like these vibrations all of a sudden you look at somebody's in tears, you know, listening to the music. And hopefully it's not because you're out of tune. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, indeed, um, people have heard me say this many times and they always wield it, that music is a tremendous and powerful healer, a uh, powerful conduit and a powerful messenger in and of itself with and without lyrics. And, and you, mentioned, you mentioned vibration and what emanates from your play and how you inform others so they can also surrender to the music and transcend the labels of uh, genre that are placed on genre so they can have their own healing experience. Be moved to right. tears, be moved to laughter, um, and depending on the bass groove, you know, be inspired to make love <laughs> and, you know, get their groove on.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's 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 just so interesting. And the only thing I, I related to is just how music affected me as I was growing up and, you know. I can remember certain songs. I can just remember where I was. You know, you can remember, you know, the first time you were, you know, you were intimate to this song or whatever, you know. Yeah. And <laughs> it's, it's really interesting how those are the things that that kind of stay in your brain or resonate with you and, and can have, you know, a lifelong effect. And it's, it, we, we are constantly, you know, intrigued by the fact that people come up to us and say, you know, Oh, we you know our child was conceived to your music or whatever you know. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's fun. It's definitely something that's very mysterious, very magical, and and something that I'm just always very thankful to to be a part of. That this is this is what I get to do. You know, every day of my life.
0: Yeah, that's it's gorgeous, and you know, a little inside. Uh Intel, there's times I've had to uh, skip tracks during different activities because I knew the people personally very well and I thought, oh, I've got to skip ahead on Isn't the mixed CD. Yeah. So it, it's, uh, it's funny, I do relate to that. Um, I'm also privileged in, in my work of service and, and healing and, and one of those privileges is supporting and as skills is supporting others in realizing their own potential to do what they're here to do. And you found your, your purpose and your passion early. And in the, in the process of assisting others in finding their potential, helping, to, helping them to find and identify their own intuitive language so they can begin to recognize their intelligence and develop the ability to discern and be critical thinkers, and um, be, really be in touch with their own information and their relationship to source. Right. And I saw an interview, um, and I'd like to unpack it a li- little bit more with you when you were when you were talking about uh, playing the cello. I think in church, and you saw bass guitar. Whoop, 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 Call in your name. Nathan.
1: <laughs> Come here, yes.
0: Come here. Please, I want to unpack that and share what that experience was for you and how you identified your own intuition and how you responded back um, to really give credence and, and energy to your own calling.
1: Yes, that that was the again. That's that's the moment in my life. I was 14 years old, and I, I will never forget. And it's I'm, I'm again, you know. That's called right place, right time. Tagging along with my older brothers who were actually playing at the folk masses in church in in uh, church in San Diego, and they were rehearsing. So like, again, you know, two things. You know, I had big brothers that were involved in something that I was interested in and my brother David played the guitar, and my brother Ray was singing, and there was a bass at the altar, literally just sitting on a stand, it looked cool, it was this kind of a red, red bass, and and I, you know, I didn't see anybody playing it, so I asked, you know, would it be cool to pick it up, sure, you know, so I picked it up, plugged it in, and started playing, jamming along with these guys, and I mean, I don't know if it's because it was easy, because it only has four strings, and... But I just started kind of touching these strings and playing these notes, and the next thing you know, it was—I it just felt like this command and this kind of magical energy and power that I I was just in control of, and it it just was something that I thought, wow, man, how cool is this, you know? And getting an immediate response of of uh, acceptance and and recognition, and so for a 14-year-old, you know, for this to happen, and then. From there, just start joining bands, and and you know, from, from there to start my musical journey in this life. It 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 was very powerful, and yeah. you know, every day I I count my blessings, you know, because that opportunity was available for me. And lots of people find it in different ways. I know Quincy Jones, uh, you know, went into the back door, of the music music room in his high school, and there was a piano there, and I think he. He snuck in one night, and when he started playing, and he just thought, you know, this is for me. You know, same kind of thing where you just get the the aha moment, and all of a sudden bells start ringing, and and, and you have arrived. You know, so anytime you can get that, and I just think it, it it's attributed to exposure and and a lot of you know, guidance, divine guidance, if, if you will.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, and, and listening to that, and, and that's a that's key factor. It's paying attention to the moment where you're just, you know, overwhelmed or, or, or feeling a direction, the intelligence of your own body, and, and surrendering to it, grabbing the red guitar or, you know, sneaking in the back door <laughs> to play the piano. It's right. following that impulse, even, even if it may not make sense to those around us, Clearly, you're in an environment where that was supported and, and encouraged, uh, so you didn't have to really be alone with with your desire to, to make music.
1: Right. And, you know, and music is a, you know, music is, is very much about a community and camaraderie, and I think a lot of people, because of the inviting nature of a church, you know, you, that's where you find a lot of people making music, or, you, you know, that's where... Um, it's okay to, you know, if you're not the best player, you know, there's, there's always a warm welcome. So that's probably one of the, you know, a, a real good place to start in terms of just looking for, uh, you know, that musical outlet.
0: Church, the place to find a forgiving audience.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Forgiveness is in the house, you know.
0: <laughs> Forgiveness is in the house. You know. I'll get that chord next time. <laughs> right,
1: Exactly. And when you're in, you know, when you're in God's house, you know, anything can happen. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, bless you for that. God bless you for that. Um, We've been uh, talking about getting together here on Soul Priorities for a while, and you've been, you know, blessed uh, and busy with your agenda, and you told me that you were working on your own project that's coming up. uh, Do we get a little uh, information about that now to let folks know?
1: Absolutely, we we were actually I I got a, I'm a little uh, sleepy eyed this morning because I left the studio at 3 a.m. last night, you know, and we were, we were working all day. We had yeah,
0: um, baby, <laughs> <laughs> just lean to the camera, and get the sleep out of your eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, I know.
1: <laughs> so uh, we, but we had uh, we you know we played Catalina Island at the Jazz Festival foreplay play Sunday night, and then Monday. And I got home about three o'clock in the morning that night. And then the Monday I was, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, good fortune, Bob James came, I'll just let a little tidbit out, that Bob James came into the studio yesterday. And then we, we actually recorded, um, a couple of duets for the record that he composed and amazing, amazing music. And Bob and I have been playing together now for more than 20 years and he's become, uh, you know, he's one of my dearest friends in music and he, and he said he came up with a great statement. He said, This is a this is a musical representation of our friendship, you know. Mm. And, and I thought, you know, what what a great way to sum up the dialogue that we have in music. And so we we were in there, you know, having the greatest time all day yesterday, then Jeff Babco, another incredible uh keyboard artist, came in and we were uh Putting keyboards and overdubs on the music last night until you know again until three this morning Just having the greatest time and then so we have a few guests coming in and lots of uh, lots of fun music and again you know very um, very you know some different styles we, we're just trying to cover a few a few little areas here so uh, it's, it's a great time my my uh, good friend from Yamaha uh, Entertainment Group Chris Giro, and and a producer has been we've done a lot of shows together and so we've been working together on this record and he's doing an amazing job of just putting people together and songs and we have some orchestras and lots of just we're we're just trying to go make you know great music and do the best we can to just like like keep keep that high vibration going out there so really looking forward to this uh coming out it's probably going to be the early part of uh, next year which is right around the corner.
0: Oh, great. Well, I know you'll keep us up to date on uh, on Facebook and uh, and all that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be looking forward to that. And you and you mentioned a really nice point. We talked earlier about you know how folks come up to you and say that their child was conceived while listening to your music and and whatnot. But the point you bring up is that you know we as your audience. Um, listening, having these experiences, it's more than just the story that the song conveys or the mood that the song elicits. It's also saying this record was a time in my life and relationship with, uh, you know, my colleagues and fellow musicians, you know, and, you know, listening to work that you've done or reflecting on that, I'm sure many memories are coming up for you. Where you were well, in your life emotionally, and,
1: oh. absolutely, and and the the most amazing thing about it for me is now I, I'm also drawing from you know at least uh, three decades of friendships and and you know so it's almost like a family reunion when we get into the studio just and it's telling a story and it's it's funny it's almost like reliving a lot of things that I've been doing. For the last 30 years and just celebrating those uh, relationships and friendships and that you know is pretty much simply what what it's all about and again I love the fact that you never know how music is going to resonate with people I was in the uh, studio earlier this year and I, I played on an album uh, by a group called Daft Punk and we did a song called Get Lucky <laughs> and I did the same thing tried to come up and play as good as I can on this thing Little did I realize that, you know, everywhere I went around the world, I heard this song blasting out of uh, cars and, and uh, apartment buildings and clubs. And it's, I mean, you just never know how a song is going to resonate with <laughs> And it resonated with two-year-old kids to 80-year-olds, you know. And so I i just uh, <laughs> am possibly just mystified by the magical, you know, energy that music puts out there, and you just, you go into a studio, like we've been, you know, every day, and next thing you know, you just put this thing out into the world, and then it's just like a magical thing, how is it going to be received, and uh, yeah, Yeah. why do they like it, what do they like about it, (laughs) just, it's just a lot of energy, great energy, you know.
0: Yeah, oh, that's fun. In in 30 years of um, this family, you know, building family and relationships and getting together, what about uh, music and your work um, has become easier? And this ha- what do you do to contribute to challenges to accelerate your skill? Like, how do you make it mm-hmm. mm, uh, m- meaty?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. Um, for instance, and, and in, in all the music, the challenge for me is whether it's whether it's a song in one key and I'm playing one note, the same note for an entire song, the challenge is still to how do you make that note really mean something, and it's not just uh, it's not just striking a note, but how do you put your your heart and your energy into that note? So, I mean, even yesterday, Bob James had these wonderful compositions, but they were challenging me uh, from a standpoint on the on the upright bass just the the way he combined the chords and there were lots of wonderful chords I think we were, we counted at least sixty five chord progressions <laughs> in this song but the the interesting thing for me is is whether it's whether it's a lot of chords or one chord it's still about trying to make every one of those notes count, you know like to to approach it so that it's not just it's not just another note that just can be played by anybody but that there's you know there's heart in there and energy and, and that's that's what I think comes with experience. You know, you just have so many uh, experiences to, to draw from, and you know that that comes out in the music. So, you know, for me, the challenge is just to keep keep the energy high and pure and, and the spirit pure mm-hmm. and not really take for granted. I don't take it for granted one single day that goes by. You know, I uh, just am so appreciative on all the all these great. Kind of blessings that that keep flowing, flowing my way.
0: I feel that. <laughs> I feel you, Nathan. Big
1: yeah, time. No, it's a uh, you know. I mean, I don't know any other way to kind of live. You know, just kind of just stay open and keep keep uh, you know keep moving forward.
0: Yeah, appreciate every note. And a memory comes up for me. I, I recently saw uh, the uh, Rotterdam. Uh, Phil, Philharmonic and there was there was quite a, a piece um, and one guy's sitting in the chair and he had a point in the piece where he comes up and crashes the cymbals and that was it. You know, so here's this 45 minutes of play and he's out there doing his thing. Right. But he, he has this one moment of crashing the cymbals and then he goes oh. sits down but, you know, <laughs> if it wasn't there, it would be missed.
1: Right. Yeah, well that's the thing too and 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 a lot of times what people don't realize is it's the space between the notes, it's what you don't play that is equally as important as what you play. So. Yes, I
0: I think that was Debussy who said that,
1: yeah. I I think so, and that I mean, but it's, it makes it makes so much sense. So that's why again, you know, yeah. uh, listening and remaining open is one of the keys. And you know, whether you have an instrument in your hand or not, I I, I sort of feel like we're we're being whispered to on a daily basis, but it's just a matter of really being able to tune in, maybe tune out the other noise and tune into what's being, you know, the messages that are being sent to us.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Sounds a little bit sounds a little bit spooky, you know, <laughs> but.
0: Nathan, you're talking to me.
1: <laughs> exactly. I know.
0: Let's keep it real, huh? <laughs> Exactly. We know who we're talking to. Well, I
1: know who I'm talking. To. That's why we're that's why we're having the conversation. That's
0: why we're having this conversation. That's, what, right. that's why you're that's why you're here. Thanks again. And uh, we we have uh, we have friends, and I want to give shout outs. Uh, we have we have mutual friends. Some you are aware of. Some you may not be aware of. So I may be putting you on the spot, but you have a great fan in. Um, Carson City, Nevada, named Dean Wildman, who's a bassist, bassist that looks up to you, and he's doing his thing with his band. So shouts out to him, who's very Shout excited about our- it. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, words of encouragement to your fans uh, and students are, are welcome.
1: Yes, and and um, I was just in Napa recording. Some more uh, curriculum for my online school of base. It's at nathaneastbass.com. Sorry for the plug, <laughs> but, but please it's,
0: plug. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, it,
1: no, no, I'm actually very, very proud and happy with the school. Um, it's a company called Artist Works, and you can go to artistworks.com and you can actually get lessons on, you know, how to be a great artist. Um, there's banjo, every instrument, and there's instructors from Juilliard and rock and roll, guitar, drums. I mean, there's all kinds of great um, information there. So my my school is the online school of electric bass, and we're having a great time. I have students from all over the world, a, a really good community of bass players, and we, we talk every day, and they send me videos of themselves playing, and then I can send feedback. And it's a way for me to keep in touch and, and also you know, instruct something that I haven't had time to do just because of the schedule. But now, you know, with the Internet and being online, I can, I can actually do lessons from my hotel room wherever I am in the world. So it's, it's a lot of fun, and uh, we're, we're just all sharing ideas. And I've, I've run into some really great players on the site. Yeah, it's a,
0: it's a great resource, and I'm glad you're uh, able to do that. Um, we have another friend in common, uh, Nita Whitaker, which you're aware of. My sister, Got to... Nita,
1: who I love dearly. I mean, we've been just having the greatest time. She has the most wonderful family and children. And, uh, of course, you know, Don LaFontaine, our, our yeah. brother, has now gone on to the, gone on to the next level. Uh, but we, we've traveled to Fiji together. We've, we've played together, you know, lots of, lots of great great times and memories with, with Brother Don. Yeah. They were married uh, 20 years this month. So, you know, a shout out to Nita, Sister Nita. Hey! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah.
0: And this may be the surprise for you. One of my dearest friends is Mr. Rick Waite.
1: Oh, Rick. All right. Come on. Yeah,
0: and Rick. He, he said to put you on the spot, he said that you know magic tricks.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, yeah. I do. Okay, thank you. He wants a magic trick, I'll give a magic trick, okay.
0: He he requested a magic trick.
1: Okay, here, I'm just going to take this ring right here and then then, um, just watch very carefully because it just vanishes before you...
0: Oh, Nathan. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, sir.
1: I know, it's a little cheesy.
0: (laughs) Well done. Oh, no, but good, but
1: I love it. I love it. Magic is like music around the world. Uh, p- people love it, and it's 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 something that again, you know, it's, it's a it's an icebreaker, and and people uh, people turn into kids when you start doing magic. You know, it's great. Yeah.
0: Well, well done. Well, I'm blushing here. <laughs> I got a firmer grin now. Thank you for that, <laughs> Nathan. You have. Um, really developed some incredible relationships uh, personally, musically, all of it coming from music. Um, And the the musicians that you've performed with, I mean, just everyone's really exceptional and there's positive attitude and atmosphere. Is there, um, you know, a dream configuration, uh, a group of people that you've like, Oh, I really like to do this project and have this person here and this and, and, and what does that look like, and who are they? and you know maybe put it out there, and we can put a prayer to it and hand it over. and
1: Wow. Well, you know, I mean, it, it, it's very interesting because I almost you know have versions of that every day, you know, um, you know, our, our band Foreplay, which is Bob James on keyboards, Harvey Mason on drums, and Chuck Loeb on guitar, is one of the most uh, fun times we have playing together. And I, I mean, I look around and see you know, see these incredible musicians on stage next to me. I, I've also been touring with Toto. We were just there in Amsterdam, and you know, again surrounded by the finest musicians ever: you have David Page and Steve Lukather and Steve Piccaro, Simon Phillips. I mean, all these one Joseph Williams. I mean. Beautiful, beautiful musicians. Amy Keys, wonderful singer. Mabuto Carpenter, and we've been having a chance to travel around the world, play, uh, play lots of great venues. Then, you know, standing on stage and looking to see, you know, George Harrison, yeah. Eric Clapton, to <laughs> you know, in that band was, I mean, how do you, how do you beat that, you know? So. Uh, again, Eric Clapton, one, one of my dear, dear friends for, for many years, um, who just is a joy to play with. I, I often fantasize about a band that would um, also include Pat Matheny, whose, whose music has been a, a soundtrack for, for a big part of my life. A wonderful, wonderful musician, and, and we actually did a cover of one of the Pat Matheny songs on, on my new mm-hmm. record. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, I mean... Um, I'm a lucky guy, I already get to, you know, play with some of the finest music, musicians ever.
0: Brilliant. Um, I'll hold that up for you, Pat Metheny, and if someone, some other people come to mind, you can just shoot me an email. <laughs> Absolutely. Head, head yeah, over you know, for...
1: Miles Davis was on that list, in, and uh, I didn't get to uh, really ever play with him, but again, you know, sort of... Uh, sort of in the spirit of Miles Davis, I had a chance to uh, tour with the Herbie Hancock Quartet. Oh. And, I mean, again, Herbie Hancock is uh, just one of my complete musical heroes, and now he's, he's, he's turned into such a great friend. And we, we toured together with a with a band that included Benny Cagliuto on drums uh, and Lionel Lewicki on, on uh, guitar. So the Herbie Hancock Quartet was, again, I just thought, you know, it, it doesn't get much better than this, you know. So I'm um, certainly, uh, you know, just enjoying the ride.
0: Uh, Bless man. Name of the program. I, I hesitate to call I don't want to call it a program. I don't want to call it a show because really it's a conversation and it happens, you know, other people are hanging out and enjoying it with us, right? Yeah, so I really hesitate for, for both.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I love it. I love the format.
0: Thank you. Um, so we're having a conversation And soul priorities is, um, you know, a a, a theme for that because it really permeates life. How um, would you say in your experience, in your own breath and body and wisdom, that your soul or that you experience your soul informing your life purpose? And how is your human experience, would you say, is informing your soul uh, through your work.
1: Wow. Okay, I might have to. Uh, I might have to go back, wake up, and
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know we didn't.
1: We didn't prepare any uh, questions or anything, but wow, that's a that's a very powerful question. Thank
0: I'm,
1: you. you no, know, I I love it, and you know one one of the things I I do is I, I wake up every day and pray for that day to be. Uh, you know, to fulfill whatever my purpose and meaning is for my life, and so I think that's addressing the soul. Whenever I can, I like to get a, a meditation in too, because that's another time when you can kind of tune out, tune out the noise, and get quiet enough to maybe hear hear the whispers that are being, you know, if if there's messages. And and I think we all. To what we love to do. I'm, I'm very fortunate I get to play music, so that in itself is just something that I, I will be forever grateful for. And, and not being 100% sure, but I, I think that this was a gift that I have that I'm able to share with other people, and it, it, brings, me, it brings me joy, and hopefully it brings other people joy and, and to have the ability to travel you know, to every corner of the world uh, whether it be south america or japan or australia or europe it's just one of those things that it's it's like without having to learn any of those languages i'm able to communicate with a language that you know that everybody seems to speak and for me that's that's been that's just been a big part of, of what i feel uh, my soul is all about and one of one of the reasons that i'm here although you know, I'll be able to you know, when I when I meet my maker I'll be able to have a lot of questions to say, okay, how did we do? <laughs> you know, how we, you know.
0: Yeah, I uh I feel you have a pretty good sense of that right now. <laughs> you know,
1: I just I wanna <laughs> I wanna try to keep, you know, keep growing and developing and, and, and hopefully just not not just, you know, here treading water, but but then having a purpose, and and I, and I love the fact that you know we're also able to. Uh, speaking of Nita Whitaker, I mean we do we do several fundraisers and and charity events mm-hmm. uh, with to foster and and we're able to you know in a, in our own little way help a lot of people, and we do, you know we do the Muhammad Ali Parkinson's Foundation event every year. Uh, we've done uh, Andre Agassi's uh, event for his his academy. He has a school from grade kindergarten to to 12, you know, that's doing really well in Las Vegas. And the school is for, you know, the underprivileged kids whose parents gamble all their money away. And and all of a sudden, if they didn't have this school, you know, they just would end up on the street. So it's amazing to see what he's done. I mean, hands-on to turn community of people around and I mean now it's it's like spreading out throughout the world and again here's a guy who I just have nothing but respect for but he seems to have uh, discovered what his soul's mission is about and it, it doesn't seem to be about tennis but you know when you get him talking about the kids at his school uh, his college preparatory school I mean you, you see him just come alive you know yeah,
0: yeah. I'd like to see that like, again the, the healing power of music the importance of silence to, to listen to guidance, to listen to the impulse, to follow uh, to follow inner inner wisdom, so you can realize your your life purpose and have all the experiences that that you're here to have. You know, so I'm and I'm, I'm grateful for for our meeting and our connection. I look forward to receiving you here in Amsterdam next time you're in this part of the world. And I'm sure your fans are are too, uh, over here. And
1: we love it there. I mean, I, I've been yeah. going there for so many years. We, we we played there, and I you know I enjoy spending a few days there because I love to get a bicycle and ride around Amsterdam with the uh, hundreds of thousands of other bikers. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and I, I have to say the people uh, the people that have been very near and dear to my heart. Uh, We used to go there, I mean, I've been there with with all the groups, with Phil Collins, and one of the songs I wrote um, called Easy Lover was back in uh, 1985 or something like that. It was was number one there for 16 weeks, (laughs) and so thank you, Amsterdam.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Well, you come on over uh, to the house, and when you do, I'll ask you, um, who does your hair?
1: Ah, yes, I know, I'm I'm, I'm, having a bad hair day today, but... (laughs)
0: No, <laughs> but it's, it's all good.
1: It's great, great to talk to you, and, and thanks again for for your show. And and you know, I think you, we all, in our own little way, are connected, and we try to we try to keep that connection and and the flow going. And and hopefully, uh, hopefully, people are being inspired and going out and doing wonderful things.
0: Yeah, there you go. Well, well put, Nathan. Thank you so much. God bless you. I love you. God and bless we'll you, again.
1: you. All the best.
0: Bye. Bye.